Welcome, welcome, all you listeners out there. My name is CO, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Garrett. What up, beautiful people? We're all back. Right. Episode three? Four? Episode three, man. Three. The vi- what, what are the vibes to you right now? Are you feeling good? I'm feeling great. Yeah, you know, got me a Red Bull in, got a free cooler cool, this real. morning. I'm ready to go, baby. A nice Friday afternoon. Nice Friday afternoon. So we're here with uh, my good friend, Iverson. Iverson, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing all right. A little tired, but it's good to be yeah, here. For though. real, for real. Um, so I know you from my previous or previously working at Cracker Barrel the greatest place on earth greatest yes. place on <laughs> earth yes for promotional efforts if we will um, great country living exactly. if you want to, if you want some good breakfast hit mm, Cracker Barrel up country uh food as well as the country uh what's the word for it the redneck the retail vibe oh yeah oh, retail. Okay. the yes. good old retail. Yeah, retail yeah exactly <laughs> but uh uh what's been up with you Iverson just working saving money um getting ready to move yeah i told you about that yeah, um, yeah exactly oh yeah you're um moving to seattle yep you're yeah, moving man. to seattle yep damn yeah, when man. is that happening i'm doing that in october well my lease is up in october so i was planning to move there then but i'm gonna see if they'll like let me do like a month to month and just stay through the winter because you know okay have you brought that up yet because i'm a little curious about if that's allowed at most apartments um, I don't know about most apartments. I know some do. Yeah, but I mean, I just have to. It's just a matter of just going yeah. to ask. Because I'm, yeah, I don't know. Because I'm, I'm, I'm contemplating that in terms of when I finish college. Yeah, and it's like I don't know. It's like the that that end period. I think I'm graduating like fall twenty three, and let's just say I want to get the fuck out of here as fast as possible. <laughs> hey, I feel that. But like moving, like, what is it? around that December time, it's just kind of a weird move. You yeah, know? especially like moving from the south to, I guess it's not the north, but it's yeah. like the northwest. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Dude, yeah. you're it's, it's the like whole a, diagonal, it's, Yeah, bro. it's a completely different, like, it's like a whole 180. Yeah, like, I've yeah, never yeah. been up there, but every, everybody I know has been there, and they, like, live there. It's a whole different thing than the south. Real yeah. Just the amount of people, how things are. But you went there, uh, like, last year, right? Yeah, I went there. Um, I stayed for a week with my brother. Yeah. That's why I'm moving there. My brother lives there. The brother, the weatherman. Okay. The weatherman, right. yeah. I fuck with the fact that you Seattle weatherman. weatherman. I bet his job's easy. <laughs> it, guess what, guys? It's raining again, <laughs> damn it. That's a perfect job, bro. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, it was just, it's like a completely different from the South. It's yeah. not, the, like, the people. The, yeah, the people, like, rude? I mean, people, I wouldn't, they're not rude. They're just more about what they're more about their business I would nah, say. like sense. they don't just say hello when they walk yeah. down the street or you know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. they're focused on what they're doing yeah they just don't give a damn so is it so themselves. so more like, like, yeah do yeah, we sure. experience going out and about in alabama and just like smiling and waving hi at people do, do you guys experience that as well yeah okay okay i mean yeah, right. I, just, I just i just want, i just want to make sure because i'll say that um like in the grocery store, you see, yeah, especially yeah, if you like exactly. see people you know or like, yeah, you know, every every dude knows the common, you know, the nod, like, yeah, exactly. respect, like okay. you see somebody yeah, okay. do a little respect nod, yeah, or if like happens, or if like I open the door for somebody, yeah, that's okay, thank you. okay, okay, especially but old people, they're always like, yeah. oh, thank you, sweetie, oh, thank you, know you. <laughs> that's like the little grandma loving, that's cute, yeah. um, but you're saying like it'd be completely different out there. Oh yeah! Oh wow! It's, it's it's a lot different, and that's, it's a lot more people too. A lot more people. Just, just wow. everything's more crowded. How, stuff's more expensive. How much bigger is Seattle than like Birmingham? Mm-hmm. Like I'd figure it'd be a lot bigger, but it's like a lot. I'm not sure exactly. Um, it's, you mean like population wise? Just like, like like would you say it's like twice the size of Birmingham? Like, is it, or you, you mean like in terms of like the people like going out and just seeing like well, not really like that. I guess so it's just like, like like the land, like yeah, the amount like of the land, land. I guess yeah. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, just, I mean, I guess you were there I like one it, week. It's not enough to yeah. like get a I mean, whole I would full layout. Exactly. Of it, yeah. It's probably like 
two or three times besides Birmingham, like a lot bigger. Just Probably one yeah. of like the main yeah. cities. Yeah, I assume so. And, right. and I'm going there at the end of this month too. Oh, just to I guess kind of make sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to visit my brother, of course. I'm just going to make sure that that's actually what I want to do. You already have a setting, you know, a little like a place that you're looking at living at when you move there. Um, not yet. I'm gonna be staying with my brother at first mm -hmm. um, initially. Um. But he said he's not going to move. He stays, like, downtown on, like, the 20-something floor uh, of the apartment complex. Sounds like a nice. perfect place for a weatherman. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's living out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so he don't want to move, and it's a one-bedroom. So I, I might have to figure yeah. something out. All it's right. Like a little studio. Well, either way, I also know you just because, you know, I make music, and you also make music. Or, yeah. And, um, and I listen to music, so yes, we all have yes. something in common. Yeah, 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 music all around, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, uh, I remember when... I, I, we first started talking about, you know, how we vibe with music. It was like one night when we were cleaning the dining rooms. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and you, you asked me, that. um, you asked me for recommendations because you were, it was like a, um, is it like collaborations or something? No, I remember you asked me because I think you were going to DJ or something. Oh, okay. And you wanted me to send you some songs or something. Oh, oh shit. DJ yeah, CO, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. I, I felt like so. Coming to the Finnick. Oh, you know, I'm. I really <laughs> wanted to be goals, but goals. But as I put more and more stuff on my skill base, if you will, uh, the DJing is just kind of just you know, like my DJ equipment is like right there. It's yeah, it's shoved, yeah, <laughs> shoved yeah, in the I, corner. I still, I, I still have images of myself. You know, uh, okay, maybe not images, but you know, a little daydream. So I'm just like. Fucking room, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do, yeah, exactly. do shit. Oh, yeah. Like a crowd yeah. of 100,000 yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. here up there. Like, Everybody jumped. You know, yeah. No, we're not. Yeah. No. yeah that's why I'd be a terrible <laughs> <No>. DJ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, but I remember when I, I don't remember this, but it was, you told me, I told you that uh, I was looking for, you know, other producers to like, you know, collaborate with. And you told me that uh, I totally like dismissed you or something like that. Did you? I don't know. It was, it was something. It was something like. When did that happen? When, when did I say that? <laughs> no, no. It was. I, it was something like. Um, I was looking for producers, and then you told me you're a producer, and then I was like, Ah, you're not my. You're not my type of producer. Damn. That's that's what. That's what. You shut him down real quick. I, said, I swear. I don't even remember that. Okay. Okay. Look. Maybe. Okay, maybe it's just all up in my head. Oh no, I remember it. I remember that. But maybe, then I was, maybe it meant more to you than it did to him. Well, That's all, all I know is that uh, we brought up again, and I was like, wait, I never said that. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy how that works. But either way, hey, we eventually met up. We eventually started making some music together. But yeah. overall, what kind of music uh, would you say that you're interested in making slash you know listening to? See, I'm see right now, kind of like at a crossroads because like I've been making trap beats for like a while mm -hmm. but oh shit that's what I, that, that's my that's my exactly, stuff exactly like trap music that's what i like to hear Dude, okay vibey, but lately i've been listening to i mean i've you know i told you i've been practicing the guitar a lot more yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. getting a lot more serious about it for real because my roommate he's trying to get me to do gigs with him mm -hmm. and whatnot even though i'm moving yeah but um but yeah i've been listening to a lot more like you know just old music like queen queen i'm okay. listening to a lot of queen lately. Oh, okay and just kind of listening, a, trying to incorporate. I, I'm that. still very um, weird or iffy about knowing all the American um, artists and all that stuff. But Queen is the one with Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Okay, just want to make sure. All right. Yeah. But yeah, I'm kind of like like a no more than me. Wait, okay. <laughs> this this may be a really stupid question. Oh. Is Queen? What kind of music does Queen play? 
Is it like oh, uh, like we are the champions, right? Yeah, it's like oh, I mean, I'd okay, say it's like yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. closer um, to like soft rock. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I had rock in my mind, but I did I wasn't sure if they were like because I don't listen to a lot of rock, but like mm. I've heard a lot of rock because my dad. Yeah. So I didn't know if it was like hard rock or if it was like just classic that kind of thing. I had the image mm-hmm. of like yeah. what they were in my mind, but I didn't want to say anything, you know, like stupid as shit. And, I remember like junior yeah. year, uh, we were in English class and everybody started talking about how amazing the song bohemian rhapsody was and i was like i don't know what that song is and then everybody yeah, I just remember started everybody me so out. big on that and i was yeah. like that's just not my yeah idea. like i hear about it a lot and i listen to it but that's not i mean like it's a, a good song yeah, but it's yeah, not yeah, my favorite song on the album they made a movie yeah, that was another thing everybody was yeah, so big on that's the right movie. yeah yeah they made a movie because yeah. i thought they were talking about the movie and they're like no the song i was like that's a song it's a song i thought it was a damn movie i didn't know it's all good but sorry to cut you off there you're talking about the uh but folk you uh, sorry oh that's that's actually what i was had in the back of my head you told me that you were interested in making folk music at one point oh yeah like I, like i don't discriminate with music exactly. i like all music yeah, i, I and, totally support that but yeah like i said i'm at a crossroads where it's like i don't know exactly what i want to make because mm-hmm. like last night i was i had my interface plugged in mm-hmm. and i was you know just playing recording riffs into fl studio yeah. and it sounds good, mm-hmm. like like just 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 the guitar riffs. Yeah. But then I put a beat on it, and it sounds good too. But mm-hmm. it's I I don't, I don't know where to go. It's not nice balance. It's yeah. not nice. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. where to, I don't know where to go with it from here. Well, uh, I'll just say that uh, as someone that also tries to be experimental myself, uh, you just kind of go, you just kind of go with the flow with it. You get into like a exactly. little flow state with it, you know. Yeah. And you know what I recommend or what I. Um, the word commend about you i don't know basically what i respect about you is that you've uh actually started to drift out of just being in the box of the um the workstation you know what i'm talking about yeah uh daw that's what it's called but yeah you've actually started like playing the instruments and being you know immersing yourself bodily to it compared to just like being all technical with the exactly. mouse and everything so yeah. that's what i vibe with but uh yeah garrett as a person that knows nothing about the technical aspects of music what would you say that you like to listen to uh well i'm i mean i can agree with him i listen to just like a variety of stuff mm-hmm. it really just depends on my mood like sometimes i'd listen to like just like chill like more like bobby kind of like like i can listen to like slow like slow rap or like uh like r&b Mm-hmm. I like 80s music a lot too. Yeah. Mm. And then, you know, I have those moods where I listen to nothing but like trap. Exactly. And I'm like, exactly. yeah, I'm bumping my head, listen to some future or young thug or you know, gonna, some shit like that. Yeah, it just kind of depends. Yeah. And sometimes, like, very rarely, very rarely, I'm I'll very, listen to country. I'm, oh, okay. That's only if I'm like at the lake or like I'm mm-hmm. feeling kind of redneck a little bit. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, like Understandable. You're drinking some beer with some buddies or something, yeah. then I listen to some country. Because like there are, there are some good, like, slower mm-hmm. country songs that are really good. Yeah. Um, I got into rock there for a little bit, mm-hmm. really just because like my dad, he all he ever listened to growing when I was a kid was like classic rock. Yeah, yeah. so okay. I kind of got into it. And there's there's some stuff I like in there, but like rock's just not like my yeah like top tier. It's very. I got to be in the mood. It's all about mood for me. It just depends say, on what I'm feeling. I just say for me that rock is very hard to distinguish because there's like so many. You know, there's like metal, and then there's just like the classic rock. Yeah, metal is hard. I could never. It's really hard to distinguish and tell how people listen to some of the particular rock. I guess it'd be more like classic rock that I'm into. Yeah. I mean, metal, I mean, I... 
I like metal. I, I, okay, I can appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't necessarily always like the way it sounds, yeah. but I can appreciate the effort that went into making like the, art, the artistic vision that they had. The artistic vision that they had when they were putting it together and whatnot, yeah, yeah. you know. But I mean, there are a few songs like um, like just songs everybody knows, like um, from Metallica, um, Inner okay. Sandman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Y- you know that. I mean, I know Metallica. Okay, but I, if if Metallica does Led Zeppelin fit somewhere in there? Yeah, I, don't know. I just don't. I feel like Led Zeppelin's more like classical rock yeah, kind of thing. I, I, don't know, I haven't, I haven't gotten around to them yeah. yet. I've yeah. been going down like a bunch of the exactly. old artists and just listening to all the albums. Yeah. Led, Led Zeppelin's Led on Zeppelin's the list. Like some shit yeah. my dad would listen to. Honestly, okay. the only the only rock that I can really vibe with is Jimi Hendrix, like hands down. Like, no. I've tried. <laughs> I don't know much about Jimi Hendrix. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I mean, I have a Jimi Hendrix T-shirt. Yeah. Does that count? Uh, it, I mean, it counts for me. It, it sounds it sounds a little poserish, but you know, it, it's definitely. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've heard a little bit of his music, but like, yeah. I hadn't got like nah, real man, far into it nah. to like say I'm a uh, Hendrix fan. But yeah, he's, nah, got nah, bad, nah. he's got a badass name. I do. Yeah, like it's a, it's exactly, a pretty cool it's, name. It's, it's, a, it's a fuck shit name, man. Um, it's a what? A fuck, a fuck shit, shit name. name. Interesting. I know, right? I've never heard somebody say that. That's kind of the first time I heard that. I may have to put that in my Dude, I love it. I love it. I've been wanting to put it in somewhere, and this is the perfect place to put it. The first place I ever heard it, I was, uh, uh, it was, we were having some like school event, and then I have a, I had one of my friends named Angus, and he's going to be on the podcast someday. But he's like this really like chill dude, and, uh, he was just walking around, and he was like, man, this is fuck shit. And I was like, that's the best thing I've ever heard. (laughs) I'm going to do a lot of editing these beepers and shit out yeah uh but um yeah is that your resume <laughs> yeah it is my resume i was working <laughs> on my uh homework assignments because motherfuckers still in college you know still making it but um we're gonna go right into uh the bible might as well yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, 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 i'm just gonna say that the one of the main reasons that i brought iverson on here other than the fact that he's a great friend of mine is the fact that uh he is the only person i know that's around my age range that has completely read the full bible and i just i just find that fucking amazing by all accounts you know so is there anything that you can words of wisdom or whatever that you can uh relay based off someone that's read the full bible what are you, 23, 24? Right I'm now? 23. 23, yeah. Um, words of wisdom after reading the Bible, I would say don't read it. Really? I mean. Wow. That's definitely not what I was expecting. No, because like. Yeah, I'm a it, little shocked. I said, whoa. <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't feel like. I mean, there's some good. There, there are some good points in there. There's some mm-hmm. good lessons, good stories mm-hmm. that, which, that you can learn from. Mm-hmm. But just the overall message mm-hmm. of. You know, God saying, worship me or I'm going to burn you in hell forever. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like the overall message yeah. of it is just kind of, okay. it, it doesn't paint, the Bible says God's good, but it doesn't really paint him in a very good light. Is it more from the Old Testament or the New Testament or is it just it's, the whole it's, thing? It's more so in the Old Testament. The Old Testament. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll say that, I mean, I'm like... If anything, you're one of the persons that inspired me to start reading it because I was like, okay, somebody my age, you know, has read it, and now you say this, which is totally surprising. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> I, guess, I guess let me rephrase that. Don't I wouldn't read it expecting 
I'd read it like if I just wanted to read something mm-hmm. and it was interesting. Okay, yeah. fine, but I wouldn't read it and then like base my life around it. Oh, yeah. okay. Like, like so. go into it reading it with like an open mind. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. I closed yeah. okay. off. Like, Not okay. like everything that's in here is fact, and I need to live my life. Okay. Like, okay. You know? Yeah, because okay. I remember like most. Can I say this about the Bible? Oh dear. The most bullshit thing I heard about the Bible was that. Well, um, you said it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's already out there. Fuck it, you know. Um, but you, you said something about like, you know, God doesn't allow us to eat shrimp. I mean, okay, it, it's, <laughs> it, it says that. Um, a lot of people say that, you know, that's the Old Testament. We don't have to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I guess that depends on how you interpret it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it does say that. Though. I also yeah. feel like everybody interprets things differently. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, like, some people like read the Bible and they think it's like you know one of the greatest things they've ever read and they want to base their life off it mm-hmm. and it's something like you you said you read it and you were kind of like i mean there's good things to learn from it but i wouldn't want to base my life off of it and that mm-hmm. goes with pretty much any religion yeah yeah you know yeah. like certain you know some people that aren't just straight christian you know say they you know believe in like hinduism yeah. they believe what they believe is the only thing it's right wrong yeah mm-hmm. and like we talked about this at work yesterday they believe that fully and they mm-hmm. live their life that way. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. most Christians, you know, they believe, you know, we believe like this and we live our life this way. And they may, you know, they'll say you're wrong and you'll say they're wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's all how you interpret life and how you interpret different things. You yeah. see what I mean? I'll say that from reading, only being halfway through like Genesis, I mean, the most I've gotten out of it at this point is just the idea of there being a higher power. You know, that's watching over you and watching over all that happens. And if anything, that's just a lot. I mean, proving it true or false, we don't know how to do that. But it's just the fact of reading it and just like finding a way to believe in that. It's just a little comforting to just know that you're not going through this whole life shit on your own. That's like the main thing I'm getting out of it. Yeah. And it may just be because of how I was raised, Mm -hmm. you know, to to believe that. Yeah. I was Mm -hmm. about to say, it also goes with how you're brought up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, even though I don't believe in like a specific God necessarily, mm-hmm. I mean, I still think that there might be one up there. I mean, yeah, of course, shit, yeah. who knows? You, yeah. you don't really know. I think it, uh, it, like you said, it, it goes with like a comfort thing for a lot of people Yeah, mm-hmm. and believing that there's, you know, you're going to end up somewhere when you die or mm-hmm. there's somebody watching out for you, Yeah, you yeah. know, cause like, I remember one of the main things that like, I mean, nobody's a perfect Christian. Mm-hmm, That's yeah. not a thing. And like, I admit I'm not a perfect Christian. Like I do things that aren't, you know, really, you know, they don't really go with Christianity. You're going to get down a rabbit hole right there. Yeah. They don't <laughs> go with Christianity. And then there's things that I do. And I try, I try to live my life the best that I can. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the, I remember when I was a kid, like one of the main things that really like opened my eyes and it was just like, it's just something that only happened to me. And it's like kind of, some people think maybe like a cliche story, but it's just like, you know, it just happened and it mm-hmm. kind of like opened my eyes I, it was like right after my grandfather died mm-hmm. and we talked about that issue the yeah. one that died with cancer and i was in like fourth grade so i think mm-hmm. you're what like nine ten years old in fourth yeah, grade around there. Yes, and there. me and my family were going to the funeral and he he was buried out in georgia and so we were on our way to the funeral and mm-hmm. i remember we were just like on the interstate and i was like i think i had like an ipod at the time i was sitting there playing games with my ipod and somebody in while we're driving like came over and basically ran, pretty much ran my dad off the road. Mm, yeah. And so, you know, when that initial reaction, I like dropped my iPod and I like looked up at the window thinking we're about to wreck. Mm. And it was like the weirdest, it was almost like a dream. Like it was like the weirdest thing, but like 
you know how like in the middle of the interstate there's like guardrails yeah. so you don't cross yeah okay. i just remember like i remember looking out the window and like i just saw my grandpa sitting there on mm. the on the on the rail yeah. and like when i tell people that it a lot of people are like, eh, no, you didn't. You oh. just, but like to me, it was like the most, it was like the most real thing, but it felt like a dream. Yeah. You yeah. know, like that's yeah. something you feel like you'd only see in a dream. And like, I just remember looking up and I saw him sitting there and he was just like smiling and it was like such a comfort for me because it made me, you know, it made me think like, we're going to be fine. Boy, yeah. And we ended up, you know, we didn't wreck and nothing happened, but like, it was just while that was happening, I looked over and saw him knowing, you know, knowing yeah. damn well he's dead yeah. and yeah. we're going to his funeral, but yeah. like. I looked over and saw him and I was like, you know, that was kind of like a sign for me. Like, you know, he's, it, so he's, he's not suffering. He's in a better yeah. place. And, he's, wow. you know, he's, he's fine where he's at. That's actually a beautiful recollection. Yeah. I, uh, and that, that yeah, kind of like, nice I remember yeah. being a kid seeing that. And then I like, as I got older, the more I thought about it, I was like, that was the most crazy thing that yeah. could have happened that I yeah. saw. But it like, it kind of helped me believe in like, yeah, there is. You like know. you know god really is real for me yeah yeah and you know it just gave me that comfort um yeah because if anything i mean one of the reasons that i really respected you as a person or respect you currently is i think when we first uh you know met started talking one of the first topics that you know you try to I think it was a kind of way of like assessing me, but you were kind of just like, are you a God fearing man? And I was like, uh, yes. And I think it was just from that because there's not a lot of people you walk around these days. They're just like, that's the way you try to like assess. And I don't want to say fully yeah. assess, but just kind of like get to know somebody. Yeah. You know? That's, that's not a question people ask a lot. Yeah. 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 And like, I base, I base my, my way off of it. It's like, you know, it says in the Bible that you're supposed to like, you know, you're supposed to preach and you're supposed to tell people that don't know about God and not, and, and try to lead them down that path. Mm -hmm. And the way I look at it is everybody believes what they believe. And most people, you know, their outlook on specifically like Christians is like, they're just these diehard Jesus loving people. Mm -hmm. And they just shove it down your throat any chance yeah. they get. And mm -hmm. it's annoying to them. Mm -hmm. And my way I've always gone about it is I'm not ever going to shove it down your throat. Mm -hmm. Like I did with you. Like I told you, I was like, you know, if you believe in it, that's, that's great. And we can mm -hmm. talk about it. If you don't, I will, you know, I'd like to try to talk to you about it and see if, you know, how you are about it. But like, I'm not ever going to shove it down your throat and say, yeah. you know, if you don't, you know, convert or you don't believe you're going to yeah, hell, you're going to burn in hell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've never been that kind of guy. Cause like I used to back in high school, there was kids like I talked to one of my, not, I wouldn't say best friends, but he was like a, a friend of mine in a class. Mm -hmm. He was straight atheist. And he always told me, he's like, I hate God. I hate, yeah. hate this, yeah. hate that. And I just, I never tried to like make him uncomfortable and like, you know, shove it down the throat. But I would just try to start, you know, spark up a conversation and talk exactly. to him about it. Mm -hmm. And he ended up at like by the end of the year, he was kind of like curious about it. Like maybe like you know, maybe I was a little harsh. Maybe I should look into it. Mm -hmm. And I counted that as win. Yeah, was like at least you're being open minded now, not just completely shut off like you were. Yeah. Um. I remember when I was in high school, because I, I was like super Christian, mm -hmm. and then there was this guy that sat next to me in my computer class, and he was very much the opposite of that yeah Ooh. and so that's how it was for me yeah, yeah. and so like we, we we just have a lot of conversations it's just about you know the bible and what it says and you know and like you said for the other dude he started to like you know it's like maybe i'm a little harsh maybe whatever i started to go the other way like maybe maybe i shouldn't just look at everything in here and just believe it and i started asking like why do i believe it yeah and 
the the I guess the main reason for that was because people told me it was true. Yeah, yeah. And so, just, oh, and I think I think that happens with a lot of like especially younger kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like growing up, like I was always every Sunday we were in church, and you're told yeah. this, you're told that, you're told this. Mm-hmm. And I think the way people end up going is when you get older, especially like high school, you know, early twenties, thirties. You know, yeah. you can do it any age really. Yeah. But once you get up and you start figuring out life for yourself, and you start figuring out the way things really are you start kind of, you know, your mind starts maturing. You start realizing more about, mm-hmm. you know, the way to look at things. Yeah. And it just, you know, you kind of like your views open up and and span. Because like when I was a kid, I was, you know, like I thought if you, you know, you weren't a Christian, you just, you know, you're a terrible person. You're, you know, you're not somebody to hang out with. But yeah. growing up now, I look at it more of a, you know, in the, in the Bible, it says you're supposed to love all people no matter what. Yeah. You, know, you love everybody. And like no. it says God loves you no matter what. And that's how I look at it, you know. Yeah. You you know you may not believe Christianity, but that doesn't mean just because you don't you know believe it that I need to be hate, hate you know hate, you know like have hate towards you or be rude to you. I agree. Exactly. You know we're all here for a reason. We're all here for a purpose. You just kind of live your life and you coexist with each other. You can be friends. You don't have to be friends. Mm-hmm. You don't have to really love them, but you treat everybody right. Yeah, yeah. You and can at least treat I, people with respect. I, yeah, and yeah. with respect. And that's just kind of how like. Like I said, when when I met you, I didn't like try to shove it down your throat. Mm-hmm. And when I met those people, I didn't try to sh- you know shove my beliefs down their throat. I just mm-hmm. listened to them, listened to how they felt, and just talked to them like normal people. Yeah, just had a normal conversation, and that's what kind of helped open their eyes, mm-hmm. which has made me feel that's kind of the better way to go about it than you yeah. know just trying to make them believe that they're wrong and I'm right. It's more of just like a common discussion. So one way that I've looked at religion. Um, I was raised Catholic and that's just because, uh, in Nigeria, most of the religion there is either Roman Catholic or Islamic, you know? So I was raised Roman Catholic and when we came and it's crazy because the way that they celebrate Roman Catholicism in Nigeria, is completely different from how they celebrate it here. Really? Yeah. Oh boy yeah it's so much different uh you know over here they got the oh that, that yeah, i know what you're talking about yeah. <laughs> that's a very good illustration bro, bro, that's exactly <laughs> what it's like but like honestly when it's in nigeria like there's like a whole energy to it you know yeah We're like stomping and clapping like there's like a whole rhythm there's a memorable rhythm of how we start the mass and how we end the mass. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that just comes from different culture. Yeah. 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 And, but I mean, honestly, and that, and it's like three hours long, the mass there. And I don't know how mm-hmm. some of them do it here, but I just know when I go to, when, when I went to church here, it was like an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, I think the church I grew up in, it was like two hours. Mm. If, if the preacher was just feeling it that day, it would be two and a half, three hours. Yeah. Okay. You may run a little long, depending yeah. on how yeah, he's yeah, feeling. Exactly. <laughs> or if the choir is feeling it or one of the yeah, dudes exactly. in the band, they just keep playing when the song's yeah. over. Yeah. So it just keeps going. But uh, one, there, uh, I, I started falling out with the religion. I know like when I was um, here as a child going to mass, I just remember I would sleep a bunch just because, you know, it's like compared to what I just described to you, it started getting boring. But it was around high school where I started to really like try to understand what religion is and whether it's for me. And so we had like, um, I remember around sophomore, junior year, I'd be going to church like three times a day. Cause like, yeah, I know it's crazy. Cause we'd have the mass in the morning. And then right after mass, we'd have 
um, the Bible studies or religious education. That's what they called it. And that'd be like an hour or so. And we, you know, talk about the Bible and do, you know, activities and stuff just to ingrain it in the kids' heads. And then uh, later on at night, we'd come to this thing called Life Teen. And it was kind of like, uh, it's like this. Like a youth group. Yeah, yeah. Small group group kind of thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and that was when I started, I I really tried at first, but at the same time, I started feeling a little weird about it just because it was just like, I just saw everybody that was like, everybody was super happy and super, Yeah, it just, you know, it's just like, I don't get it. I know what you're talking about. And I'm not going to, I'm just bringing it up, but like majority of everybody there was white, you know, there's maybe like one or two people that were like of color, but for the most part, it was just, you know, I'm, I'm a black kid. I'm awkward about myself, you know, in high school and all that stuff. And I'm just seeing all these white people just joyously celebrating, you know, their religion and all that stuff. And it just it just felt weird for me. And so it was around that time. Um, I think it was our junior year. I had like a bunch of depression and uh, I went to the priest about it. Because one thing about Catholicism is you go and confess your sins, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember like it i don't know if it says in the bible but i just remember saying seeing somewhere that being depressed is a sin have you have you guys ever heard about that uh, i don't know i don't, so. I don't remember that let's just let's just say i i I've, i had that in my had that the impression of that at some point and so i went to my priest about it you know in the confessional and i was just like hey um i'm depressed i'm not i don't want to be i know i'm not supposed to be what am i supposed to do about it and my priest was like don't give me that shit his exact words don't the priest get, said that yeah the priest said <laughs> that bro this irish oh my God. catholic priest was like don't give me that shit and i was like all right well i don't know how much i can trust religion anymore after that yeah that's, you know? that's very helpful exactly yeah. and see that it that's one of the ways that like people start falling away from religion is yeah. you know you have some you know priest or preachers or whatever that are really good at what they do mm-hmm. and they're good at you know giving you the word and making you feel comfortable making you feel like you yeah. belong and then there's yeah. people like that that you know you came to him as saying you know you know what'd you say you were junior junior in high school yeah, yeah. you're you know 17 and you, you know you had real feelings and you're like you know i feel like i'm depressed and mm-hmm. i just want to talk about it with you mm-hmm. and he pretty much just shuts you down yeah i mean and, i mean me you probably would shit. say that like you said that was more like the key moments that was like you know maybe this isn't for me yeah and i feel like that's what really ruins people is like you know you get these really good preachers really good priests that really Mm -hmm. they base their life on helping people and some of them just do it i guess just to maybe i wouldn't say for the money Mm because like most of them don't make a lot of money doing what Mm -hmm. they do yeah but they're not really in it for like the love of their religion and to help people Mm -hmm. they're in it for you know I guess their own personal reasons know. or personal agendas. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not knocking all priests and all, you know, yeah, not, yeah. members. It's but, not you know, all of them, but it's, it's always it's, those bad yeah. nuts in there. Yeah. And that's what any, I mean, that's like any job. There's always exactly. like, you yeah. know, especially doctors, bad doctors, good, you know, good people, bad people that goes with everything. Yeah. But I feel like that's kind of the problem with it. Yeah. I was going to say, especially with like the, what do you call them? Prosperity preachers and whatnot on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you heard of like Peter Popoff. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, just nice one of the a great scam artists. Like oh, he, wow. like yeah. he has people fake falling out, fake getting healed. He's basically, it's like buy my holy water and you will <laughs> receive a blessing soon. 
Yeah, mm. that's pretty much it's, what it is. It's like they have it's their own less. personal agenda. And yeah. you remember when we talked about it at, at work? I was talking about you know if you know who like Joel Osteen is, dude. That's yeah. exactly what I was. I don't of. like. I yeah. stay far away from him because I've seen you know when I was like as a kid, my grandma always watched him, and like I was, yeah, yeah so I didn't really pay attention too. to it, but mm-hmm. like she always had it on TV. I just watch it, and you know most of the time. His preachings were like normal preachings, and you know, as a kid, you didn't really pay that much attention to it. Yeah. And then as I got older, I remember looking into it one time, and I saw somebody that was like a, it was like some kind of like, just this cool dude that I ended up following. Like he he made YouTube videos and he uh, played baseball, so I related to him through that. And I was like, yeah, I liked his style, so I started watching him. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about you know, Christianity. And he was like one of the main people that I stay away from is Joe Osteen because mm-hmm. he he he's like a false teacher. And he tells he tells things the way of like I remember one lesson was like basically saying, you know, God doesn't like poor people, mm-hmm. and I don't I, I'm not going to speak on everything he said because I don't really exactly remember, but it was like the basic like some of the things he was saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was basically like you know trying to tell people that like just because you're poor, you know, the Lord doesn't like you or or doesn't think highly of you, and he thinks more highly of like the what? rich mm-hmm. and the people like that. And he was basically tying it into. The reason you should pay tithes and you know pay the church, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, couple, remember, a couple years later, you know that scandal came out about you know him like hiding money in his office, yeah, yeah. and yeah. people found out about it, and, and you know then it just kind of went downhill for him. But I was like, how can you? And he had a huge following, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like Dude, when he was man. in, like, he, he was in like, a bunch of people. He was in a huge church, like had probably you know a couple thousand people in there every every Sunday, mm-hmm. and plus he was nationally televised. I'm like, how yeah. can you? Say you're a good Christian man and be, you know, have this huge following, and you're out here preaching for your own personal agenda mm-hmm. and telling people and basically scamming people, like you said, into believing this is, you know, you you yeah. need to you need to pay the church because that's what God wants you to do, yeah. and you need to do, you know, just because you're poor, God doesn't like you, and then we find out you're out here pocketing money and you got yeah. millions of dollars exactly. and you're freaking. It really uh, is some shit because I mean I remember watching him. Just because my mom was really into watching him. And yeah. this is coming from, you know, the whole how we did mass in um, Nigeria. So yeah. it's like when you come to America and you're like, okay, let's listen to the American priests or whatever, American pastors and everything. And, you know, at first when we were listening to it, I when I, she was listening first and then eventually I started not fully getting into it, but I was I was listening where I could just because some of the things he was talking about. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I, I like the sound of that. But you know, eventually when that scam came out, I never knew exactly when it came out, but I knew what it did just because you know I saw like I don't know maybe something online, and I just remember the the headline and then the fact that he was like smiling the way he did it. you know you know his smile or whatever. yeah he does that like little charming yeah you know, yeah, grin. yeah yeah and then it was just people you know that yeah. that's what he yeah, i guess that was oh, no, just the whole thing that i didn't want to get to but you know it leads into the idea of we were talking about it yesterday of how money is the root of all evil and i'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie you know uh i mean money is nice it's it's, it's good to have it around um but it seems like it's getting to the point where eventually you reach a certain level of having it and it, it changes you. It, Money changes people. It does yeah. change you, but then you still want more. Yeah. You know? Like and there's no cap at where that where yeah. that more will stop, you know? Yeah. But at the same time though, I feel like 
I mean, I mean, there are plenty of people with a bunch of money that aren't just you know evil people like yeah. like Bill Gates. Like they they donate a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I assume they're pretty good people. I don't know them. Uh, let's just say yeah, a lot of people have a thing about Bill Gates. But yeah, a lot of people. I support what you. Yeah, saying. yeah, maybe Bill Gates wasn't the perfect <laughs> example, but you know. Yeah, but no, I know. I, I mean, I, I, I support Bill Gates in terms of the good aspects that we know of. Yeah, and um, the Bible actually says the love of money is the root of all evil. Okay. Yeah. Not not that's, just yeah, that's money. What I yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. The love of money. The love okay. of money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like like you said, people that just want more and more and more, mm-hmm. they, they're not gonna feel fulfilled. Yeah, of course. And I, I get that they are the root of evil, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'll say that I'm watching some financial videos. Um, I think I came ar- across the idea that it was actually a self made millionaire. And he told him, or he gave the fact that when he we- reached around like $700,000, $800,000 they made on his own, like, life was set for him you know like he yeah. didn't need any more i mean anything else that came was just additional income that came in just because of his skills mm-hmm. what he knows yeah. but other than that like when you reach seven hundred thousand eight hundred thousand dollars that's the point where you don't have to worry about bills you don't have to worry about you know tax collectors all of that kind of yeah. stuff you know you can just live life and not you be financially free but yeah you know nowadays it seems like all of america is built around getting as much po- money as possible at the detriment of society in yeah. general. Yeah. And like I can, I can agree with like, like my, my statement was like the money, money is, or the love of money is the root yeah. of evil because I don't see anything wrong. Like there's nothing wrong with wanting to get money mm-hmm. and you know, cause money makes, you know, money makes people comfortable. It makes you comfortable. It makes you be able to buy things makes and you do happier, things. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, it can, it can buy temporary happiness. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, exactly. And it's mm-hmm. like, a lot of times people, you know, like these, you know, athletes and these millionaires, they get all this money and they become very like materialistic people and they mm-hmm. feel like, and that's why you always see all these super rich, you know, successful people. They always say they're not happy and people mm-hmm. are like, well, how, how the hell are you not happy? Like yeah. you're a millionaire. You don't have to worry about anything. And it's like more money, more problems. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> like, you know, they get, they buy all the jewelry and they buy the cars and the houses and the boats and whatever they want to do with it. But they don't, it doesn't fulfill the, like, the love and, you know, the appreciation that they feel that they should get from it. And they just, you know, and I feel like also for a lot of people, it's like, you know, the more money you get, the more people want things from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like yeah, they don't, yeah. you know, you lose a lot of friends because people aren't real with you anymore. Mm-hmm. They yeah. just always want something from you. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I can just say, I don't, you know, I don't think that people that like, you know, going out and getting money and, and, you know, wanting to be successful is not bad as long as you go about it the right way and you just remain humble through it all. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah. A lot of people get all this money and they quit being humble and they mm-hmm. yeah. they think their shit don't stink and they can do whatever they want just because they're, they're like rich. They're on top of the and, world. Yeah, they're on top yeah. of the world. And then something happens and they get shot right back down to where they yeah, were. Yeah. yeah. I also think a lot of it is like like people will have a goal, like like a life goal, mm-hmm. right? And then they'll they'll achieve it. Mm-hmm. The, the, your life goal might be to get rich. Like that may be the entire goal. Yeah, yeah. And so once you get that, once you achieve that goal, that that's yeah, the, like that's a, what you base your whole cap. life on yeah. now. Like yeah. you, like you peak. got it now. Mm-hmm. Now what? You're like yeah, yeah. Like where do you like, where like, do you like, go from now? Yeah, like like what's your motivation? Like you need to have other motivations, mm-hmm. other interests, yeah. other things you want to do. Yeah, I don't think that leads people into like a lot of like a life of greed. Yeah, you, know, you mm-hmm. get you get so much money, and you're like, oh, you know, I've always wanted to be a millionaire. Now I am, mm-hmm. and then you 
you're like, oh, I think that's what I feel like I want more. And so then you just keep going and keep trying to do it. And a lot of people, they'll do anything for money. I think that's what. So that's where it comes to. I I think that's what opens the door to uh, people eventually just giving into their pleasures in life and then going into a downfall into a spiral you yeah know? like drug abuse and yeah exactly you know like you have all this money you don't know what else to do yourself with yourself and you're still alive and you don't know how longer you'll be alive so it's like yeah, yeah. I remember, how, am I, how am i supposed to entertain myself yeah. that's what you i remember somebody told me one time it was like you know you talk about like as a kid like you know drugs and like how there's like gateway drugs that lead mm-hmm. you into thing mm-hmm. and pe- they said something that was like money is the same thing as a gateway drug mm. you know you you get all this money and you're like, you know, you're like, oh, I get some money. Now mm-hmm. I want more. Well, now I want this. Now yeah. I want that. And it leads uh, you yeah. to just mm-hmm. different things in life that you shouldn't be doing. Exactly. You start to get irresponsible with it. Yeah, them. irresponsible, greedy. Uh, you know, you start just loving the money and you don't really, you know, you lose your morals, your values. Yeah. Not, mm-hmm. And again, not everybody does that. There's very successful people in the world that are great people and they're humble and they do what they, you know, they do with what they need to do with it. Yeah. But then there's a lot of them that, get greedy and they ruin people's lives over money and they just only worry about their self and just don't care. And that's where the, the, the thought of, you know, the love of money is the root of evil. That's how I kind of look into it and believe it. Okay. So, you know, this segues into what we were talking about yesterday about, um, the prison system, at least in Alabama. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I really hope I don't know what's going to happen with saying this, but fuck it, you know, but uh, we were talking about Governor Ivy, right? Meemaw, Meemaw Ivy, Meemaw Ivy, and the (laughs) idea of the fact that she's, um, she or whoever her team is, is thinking of enacting or establishing a new prison. I've never, it's the first I've heard of this. What is it? What? Did did you hear about that? I didn't hear about it. It was when your cousin brought it up that okay. it, that was kind of the first I've heard of it. But I think she was talking more along the lines of like she was kind of talking about how she didn't like the governor, and she was like, you know, all she's looking at doing now, you know, one of her main things is like getting all this money and opening a mm-hmm. new prison for the state, uh, which then I guess bring in like a lot of revenue and a lot of this, a lot of that. Would it? I feel, I no, I feel no, like no, it no, costs it money to I mean, open it, it, and run a prison. It cost it to to open and to run it, but like the tax, yeah, the tax uh, advantages. They yeah, you know, they do a lot of like free labor. Okay, you know, so they yeah, get the prisoners to do free labor. Yeah. So like, I mean, I didn't really pay attention that much to it when she was talking about it. You mm-hmm. know, okay, I just so sat there I'll just listen, say, but just, I, I mean, it didn't really bother me that much. I'll, I'll just say, I'll just prison, but. I'll just say for the benefit of uh, Governor Ivy, I'll say that that is not her plan. I'll just, you know, just to keep things as true as possible. Yeah. We are. I'm sure she has. I mean, yeah, it's like I'm sure she's got many things that yeah, she wants yeah, to. Yeah. That was just kind of one of the big things that yeah, they yeah. stood out to your cousin or whatever. Hopefully but. we can uh, get a fact checker on here so that when we can say things like that, we, you know, get the truth behind it. But it doesn't um, devalue the idea, nevertheless, that you know the government people in government are still putting up you know nonsense jeez are still putting up <laughs> are still putting up nonsense like you know institutions or uh basically after reading rich dad poor dad 
I look at it all as assets, you know, yeah. and basically just putting all that up and it's costing cons- uh, uh, citizens taxes to get it to build to where it's needed. And then we just keep pumping all our tax dollars into that, you know. And so at the end of the day, that money, yes, it fulfills that notion but then the additional revenue just goes into the pockets of the politicians or um the ceos or whoever all that is in on that plan to get that enacted you know and so it just um you know makes you think like the people that are running the country are they really in it for the people of the country yeah, like as they're a democracy, like, they're, like yeah. they're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As a democracy, are we, is it really democracy? I think, I think no. over the last probably ten to fifteen years, people of this country have woken up and kind of realized that majority of politicians and you know the higher, I guess you'd call them the higher up people that mm-hmm. have all the power, upper class. Yeah, majority of them don't give a damn about the basic citizens. For real, for you know, real. The middle you class, know. the poor, they don't care. Nothing. Ca- I mean, they I mean, they worry about their self. They worry about again. Getting and, their money, and mm-hmm. I mean, I and, and just and to just, play devil's advocate, I, I agree. Why? Why should they? J- j- just to play devil's advocate. No, no, no. I, mm, well, I don't even know how to answer that question. Why should they care about us? Well, I get, okay. I guess from the standpoint of like how this country was founded, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it was founded on like making you know being you know having the freedom and having you know being able to do what you you know what you want what you please all in you know the you know the right way but i to me i think if you're if you and a lot of them they you know they run for you know say governor or congress or president whatever yeah they run and they have these certain you know standpoints and agendas that they try to push mm-hmm. yeah and a lot of them start out and they're like oh we're going to you know say for example we're going to lower taxes we're going to help help the poor we're going to help the middle class we're mm-hmm. going to do this we're going to do that and then what you know makes me mad is when they they say all these things to get people to vote for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they get in. They you know they win. They get in. They get in power and they get what they want. Mm-hmm. And then they just completely go back on it and do the complete opposite. Yeah. Or they because don't they do are, anything at all. They yeah, already or, achieved the goal. Yeah. They yeah. got their goal of being you know getting the power they wanted. That's, and now they're like, oh, what's the point in working harder? Yeah. Yeah. Or your like, name's already in the history books, you know. Yeah. yeah. Or like they'll try to get some stuff done, but it'll be blocked by mm-hmm. you know just other people. All the yeah. checks yeah. and balances. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. I think that's kind of messed up. Yeah. Uh, I just it's just it's just depressing because I mean I I went to Walmart. So I went to, to get a haircut today. You went to Walmart to get a haircut. Motherfucker. I went to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know they do haircuts uh, in Walmart. Like, damn. I, I've never heard of that. Uh, that'd be a bougie haircut. You I'll know, say that. But no. Um, be, a, be a messed up haircut. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll say. I went which to, Walmart you get to, I guess. I went to get a haircut. And then right after that, I had to go pick up something at Walmart. And even while I was getting the haircut, not at Walmart, <laughs> <laughs> I kept noticing myself looking behind my back, you know, because I was like. I don't know when the next shooting's gonna happen. You know, oh, I know. Oh, yeah, I know. Just on edge. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna end up being a victim. I don't know if the people around me are gonna be victims. I'm gonna have to recount the story of, you know, what happened during that time. I don't know if my family that's living, you know, 
I'm not gonna say where my family's living, but wherever they're living, that yeah, in the town they're from. Yeah, that's exactly, what we're say. exactly. <laughs> and you don't know whether it's gonna happen today, tomorrow, whatever. But you know, the fact that since the was it Uvalde, Uvalde shootings, um, the elementary in, in, in Texas. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those shootings, yeah. like. What was it there was the buffalo one there was that one yeah, the buffalo then, one was like the first big one yeah in yeah. the last couple months yeah wasn't that like on a subway yeah yeah, yeah. oh no that was the uh no the that was i know which one you're talking about uh no that, that was a guy with like a bomb or something he put no the, the one subway, yeah right? the one in the subway you're talking about that was in i thought Con- that one was buffalo new york yeah maybe it was well then what was no. the one with the grocery store was that not buffalo the grocery store. Uh, which one? What were the, the what were store? the victims for the grocery store? The one where the like the white supremacists went in there and killed all the black people. Is that not Buffalo? I I've, I haven't See, heard of that. It's just getting to the point where we don't know. I okay. didn't even. No, I know which one you're talking about. You know? The one in Buffalo was like in the subway. Yeah, and yeah. it was like, um, from what I saw, it was like just like a middle aged uh, black guy. Yeah, went mm-hmm. to the went into the subway, and I think I think. The majority of people he killed were like Asian people. Yeah, and yeah. they were like people were talking about how it was, it was kind of like a hate crime or something. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, you know. Yeah, that was that was a first for me. Yeah, I don't know his exact motives, and you know, you you a lot of times you can't believe everything you hear anymore. But yeah, and then the one uh, at the grocery store. So you haven't heard about that one? I haven't even heard. Yeah. Of that. So that happened I, after yeah, that was. That you, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hear that one. That's you didn't hear. No, we talked about it at work. I think we talked about, it, but again, it's all getting all mixed up because it was so many like fucking shootings this one was like the. Summer, right? It was like this. Uh, like I don't know how old the kid was, but it was like a, a white supremacist kid. And okay, I do remember yeah, this. He, I he, just don't know. He the had details like of obviously he's a white supremacist, so he like had a hatred of of black people apparently. Mm-hmm. And he went to a grocery store, and uh, it was somewhere up in the northeast. Oh yeah, remember. it was the eighteen year old, right? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was somewhere up in the northeast. I don't remember where exactly it was, mm-hmm. but he basically he live streamed this on Twitch. Like mm-hmm. I I guess got like a GoPro or something. I don't know how he did it, mm-hmm. but he live streamed it on Twitch. And he literally went to some grocery store that was basically like a, like a piggly wiggly here, <laughs> and you like he got out and he killed like thirteen or fourteen people, and yeah. like thirteen out of the four I think it was like fourteen and like yeah. thirteen out of the fourteen people were black. Yeah, and when you see I've seen the video, and the video. Oh, you saw the vi- uh, the actual yeah. video of yeah. the massacre. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, wow. it's horrible, and he literally like. Like, you see him start driving, and he drives, you know, down, like, the little lanes of the grocery store parking lot, pulls up to the front, and he, load, you know, cocks his gun back, hops out, and mm-hmm. first person he sees, and he's got an AR, puts two shots in her, drops her. Wow. Then he shoots the other person at the door, drops her, runs in the door, and anybody, any, any I guess, black people he sees, he just starts shooting them. Wow. And he I killed, like, two or three in the video, and then he goes, and he, you see him run around and he goes like between like the like the checkout lanes yeah and there was like this old you know like white guy working there and he was like on the floor like please don't shoot me please don't shoot me and he was like oh sorry sorry man and turns around and walks off wow. and goes up to the next black person he sees and shoots them wow and i think he ended up killing like 13 or 14 people My and, God. and he and he is at least one of the ones that wasn't killed in the process like yeah. he's in prison right now yeah and then uh, or at least uh, waiting trial. Yeah, and then like I think it was like two weeks later, you hear about the Texas shooting where the you know kid goes into the school and kills nineteen children and you know one or two teachers. Yeah. I think it's I believe. crazy that it's that it's to the point where like I don't even hear about stuff like that. Like, yeah. I, mean, I hear about stuff like that, but yeah. you would think I would. And then at the end of the day, that ties into that. the whole media thing because yeah. you know 
I was told that at least yesterday we confirmed that there was at least there, I knew of the Buffalo Uvalde and then the recent one at, at the, the hospital. Oklahoma hospital. Yeah. I was like, okay, three. But then they brought up like two, three others that I didn't even hear of. Yeah, because so yeah, I came up to five. I was seeing something yesterday, and there was like since since uh, I think it was Buffalo or since the one at the grocery store, which was mm-hmm. only like a month ago. Mm-hmm. There was like there's been like twenty five mass shootings. I was like, I haven't heard about any of them. Yeah, but like exactly. Three. Like I've only why? heard about these three. Mm-hmm. What the hell are the other? You know, yeah, or were those not important enough? Yeah, you feel me? Well, like, were they not important yeah, enough to tell us about? And that 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 ties into like the media thing. It's like they only put out what they want people mm-hmm. to see. And I think you know, like you only you heard about the school shooting because school shootings are a huge thing in this country. Mm-hmm. And you hear about the grocery store shooting, mm-hmm. and you hear about the subway shooting because they're all places in the hospital. A lot of people. But then, what to. were the other ones? Why aren't we talking about those? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great question. It's, it's. I mean, like, yeah, it all ties back to the media. Like, if we're going, if we're going to report about it, why are we not? Like, why, know? why are we picking and choosing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people, and like I've seen it from many different sides, and it was like I saw one person there talking about, you know, how the one in the grocery store it was like, oh, you know, I saw it from both sides. It was like a white guy talking about it, and like a black guy talking about it, and the and the black people talking about, it, and they were like, you know, well, you all, they're only talking, you know, they're. You know, he, he made it out alive just because he was, you know, a white guy. And he made it out just, you know, and if it was, you know, the, if it was a black guy, he would have been shot and killed. And then I think it was, I saw it on, uh, on Instagram, it was like Charles Barkley talking about it, which mm. is a yeah. random person to be talking about. Yeah, yeah. He, he, but it was, he, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't like when he talks about it was, stuff it was, other than basketball. It was him <laughs> talking about it with like two other black guys and they were talking about that. And then they, then they said something about, it was like, um, well, you know, we hear all about this one, but. Why aren't they talking about the one in, in the subway that it was, uh, you know, a black guy killing everybody? Mm-hmm. And he's like, and the other two guys are like, well, we didn't even know that happened. He's like, exactly. That's the point. He's like, that's why you don't need to listen and believe everything you see in the media because they only portray certain things. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they're trying to. And I'm not, I'm not trying to make this like anything yeah. about race. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, most of the time when you hear about a school shooting, they're going to talk about, you know, like a you know, a white kid doing it all. Yeah. And then he also brought up, he was like, so then if we're talking about just, you know, mass shootings, why, and then, uh, the guy at work, I'm not going to name his name, but you know, what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. he was like, well, if we're going to talk about that. Why aren't we talking about, you know, the 50 people that got murdered in Chicago this weekend, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, and how, you know, all these people are getting killed. Yeah. Why are we talking about that? Why are we only yeah. talking about certain things? It's, and that leads, that leads like to the, the whole media thing. Well, it's like, yeah, I just, it's hard to believe what you hear anymore. And, to me, they all just talk about what they want and they push their agenda and whatever they want yeah, to talk about is what they talk about. It all ties back to what the government is prioritizing with our tax dollars, you know? Like, we clearly can see that there's a mental health crisis in America, but... They do nothing about what's, it. No, what's, what are we... No, we're going to go and set up a prison so we can put them yeah. on... Like, no, we have to go and approach it on terms of where is this mindset coming from to... You know, oh, I'm bullied at school. Oh, I'm I'm poor. I'm just gonna go and shoot up a whole yeah, um, like you know, public area to get back at society. Yeah, you like, know? how do you get to that point? You know, it's crazy. And I, I honestly yeah, feel like yeah, and like now they're like I said, they're pushing the agenda now of like you know taking guns away and banning mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I'm like, why? Are, I mean, that's one thing we should talk about. Mm-hmm. But yeah. also, why are we not talking about you know? the mental like you said the mental health crisis mm-hmm. in america yeah because again 
you know and like i'm i'm saying this from a perspective like i own guns i have an ar and i have them for my you know i hunt and Mm -hmm. i you know shoot them as a hobby with my with my dad and friends as enjoyment yeah and like obviously i don't have any thoughts of just going and shooting up a freaking school thank you for that yeah you're welcome but like the people that do these things majority of them pretty much all of them have some type of mental illness yeah you know like the, the white guy he was a white supremacist mm-hmm. so he's got some you know messed up thoughts in his head yeah and the kid that shopped to school i think they said something about he you know he'd been bullied his whole life yeah i'm like why are we not focusing on treating people the right way and not creating the next school mm-hmm. shooter but we're worried about what he used to do the job exactly mm-hmm. because because he can a, use other things to do yeah, the same job this is a main this is this is coming from a person who owns guns and i you know i personally and i like guns and i'm okay with them but a, the gun doesn't kill you or doesn't kill people. Mm-hmm. The person kills them. Mm-hmm. Like if I had a gun, if I had an AR and I laid it on this table right now and I said, shoot, CO. Please don't. Obviously, it ain't going to do it. I'm yeah. the one. No, no. If I pick it up and I aim at you and I pull the trigger, then it's going to kill you. But like yeah. people, they do all this thing like, oh, these, you know, these guns are killing all these people. It's like, no, the people mm-hmm. are killing the people. They just have these tools to use them. But it goes, I mean, it goes to both sides. Yeah. I think they need to be, you know, a lot, a lot harsher. You know, a lot better, a lot more gun laws and make yeah, it a lot harder to get. And I can sympathize yeah. with that. Being a gun owner, I can sympathize with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also think we need to, you know, bring up the topic of why are these kids being, you know, mm-hmm. have some like so messed up in the head and they're so, they have so much hatred. Yeah. And just they're just so messed up or de- depressed, whatever they are, that their only option or their main goal is to go kill a bunch of people. Yeah. And they had and they're like just it's like they just have access to these guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they're not. You know, locked away or anything, or just like hidden away, so that the seventeen, eighteen year olds just don't just don't know where they are. You know, yeah. the guy at the uh, Uvalde shootings, it, t- it was like he turned eighteen and he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go get a gun." Like yeah. motherfuckers are waiting yeah. to turn eighteen and, to and get see the that guns. that goes into you know, the whole like people talking about you need to be older enough, you know, be, you know, be older to buy an <laughs> AR. And I, like, I fully agree with that. Like, I think it's stupid that. At 18 years old, I can go buy an AR mm-hmm. that shoots 30 rounds, but I can't go buy a pistol. I'd wait, mm-hmm. you know, at 21, you can buy a pistol. You, you can't even buy a cigarette. Yeah, like yeah, I, exactly. yeah, I can't, like, I can't even, I can't, I can't go to the store and buy a cigarette or yeah. a pack or a six pack of beer, but I can buy a gun. Yeah. Crazy, and that goes into like the they need to change a lot of the laws for that, but it also ties right back to the whole mental thing, because mm-hmm. like if if a kid's first goal when he turns 18 or his first thought process is the day I turn 18, I'm going to buy an AR. Mm-hmm. All right, and I'm going to use it. I'm going to shoot mm-hmm. up a school. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot more of an issue there than yeah. the gun thing. Yeah, a hell of a lot more. Yeah. And it's just, they never talk about it. But one thing that I feel... And they I do nothing feel, to fix it. One thing I feel is a root of this problem is just, and this is just my opinion, but it's based off of things books i've read and just being part of a different society but it's the idea that american society is very 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 individualistic you know you know what i mean by what that as in like everybody is prior to prioritizing their themselves and their lives over the community you know and i understand yeah. that's the foundation of american i you know it's important that we have that because that's what allows us to be free as a country yeah and whatever definition of free that we're applying it to, to it these days but yeah i mean i'm just saying it based on the fact that you know i have um siblings and even myself but we all have struggled with loneliness and depression 
you know, and when we try to reach out to people, you know, everybody is concerned from themselves. And I mean, it's understandable, but it's just the idea that motherfuckers are out there lonely and depressed with nobody to talk to and they there's still a stigma about having mental illness and all that stuff yeah and what else can you do because nobody cares about you exactly and and like you said you go try to talk to somebody about it and they Mm -hmm. don't want to hear this shit exactly so it's like the stigma of just you know like toughen up get over yeah exactly like this that's yeah. not productive. It doesn't. It doesn't help yeah. anybody exactly. get through their because, yeah. hard times. Because like know? all these bad things happen because of, you know, it all starts somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot. I was looking at something. It was like a lot of these, you know, famous, you know, serial killers. For example, mm-hmm. they start. You know, a lot of them started out. They were, you know, had a horrible childhood. Like maybe they had terrible parents, and they they were getting beaten as kids, and they. You know, didn't you know they're homeless, whatever, and it turns them into this person that they ended up becoming. Yeah, and it all starts with how you know mentally people react to things and how people are. Mm-hmm. You know, like none of these, none of these, you know, kids that have been doing any of these, you know, shootings or any of these people doing these shootings were like, you know, these super happy go lucky yeah. people, and they mm-hmm. just, you know, they're like, oh, you know, he, you know, you never thought he would do it, and then he yeah. did it, but I'm like. <laughs> Mm, and then mm. you you know they go you know like the parents like they're like oh i could i would have never known yeah, he would have done that but then they go back and look and they're like you know he was struggling yeah there was for a long time the mother and of, people just ignore it and just act like it's nothing and yeah, i'm like yeah. and but then, then they that's when they want to talk about oh the guns this is that another like that's mm. not that is a problem but that's yeah. not the main problem i mean it was just crazy cause it goes I heard. back to the how we treat people and how we just dismiss, you know, mental health and mental illnesses and mental things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, people just write it off and they're like, oh, you're depressed. Well, get over it. Take some pills. You'll be fine. Mm, but, take you some know, pills. but for somebody Jeez. that's, you know, depressed and it's been there, you're like, it's not that easy mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of, a lot of, you know, focus to get out of depression and to become mm-hmm. what you want to. Yeah. And I, it's hard to do that when, you know, society basically just says, you know. You're figure different. Figure it out yourself. Yeah, figure it out yourself. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I was going to say the mother of the uh, elementary school shooter, she actually asked the public to please forgive her son, you know, because, and then she said that he has, he had his reasons. She didn't know what it was, but she had his reasons. He had his reasons for doing that. Yeah, they weren't and, you know, good reasons. Yeah, they're not great. Not I, great I, I don't, I don't see any but type that of reason to kill a bunch of innocent children just going to school. Yeah, like mean? when you read the, like I went and read the story uh, of what it was like in that classroom when it happened, as well as um, all the children that did die, like all what their personality was like what their personalities were like, what their hopes and dreams were. And it was just like, it really, yeah, I just had to read those things because it really had to sink in like how bad it is that somebody could commit an atrocity like that. And then their mother is saying, please forgive him, you know? Yeah. Um, and I mean, I also wanted to tie to the idea of, um, you know, we have parents, they care a lot about us, but everybody is busy nowadays and that means people are busy busy enough to not n- know how to fully parent or have time for parenting you know and so where are the kids learning how to live how to be you know capable adults competent adults the internet you know 
and yeah. we all know what's on the internet. Yeah, the internet's know? a hor- that's a horrible place for kids to be. Exactly, and motherfuckers are on TikTok at like 12, 13, even, maybe yeah. even younger. And I mean, I mean, I know TikTok has its algorithms, but I mean, that's just one aspect of it. The other aspect is when they're off of TikTok and they're all on, just on Google just trying to figure out yeah just you know just searching the web just being a kid on the internet eventually you come across it like i remember when i was in middle school this is gonna be very bad (laughs) but when i was in middle school i remember like coming back from school and i'd be tired i wouldn't have anything else to do so i just go online and i'd probably be around like 14 15 but there's this website i found about just just the most gory shit you could ever think of you know, like people getting electric- electrocuted. What, <laughs> dude? I'm telling you, man. People get. Hell, were you looking? Well, dude, I'm telling you, that, that, that was what, me. What is that this? was me at 14, 15. This, the website was called like Best Gore. You know, and that was just because right. that's how my head was at that time. And I and, and that's just like that's just out there. Yeah, yeah. Any kid can come across that. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm sure it has the same kind of shit on I mean, Twitter to some degree. Yeah. Okay, how did you come across that? Dude, yeah, I'm like, did you, you just? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I'm telling we're you, we're not I'm gonna just, speed past that. Like you didn't just say what you just said. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna say, how did? What the hell yeah, were you, you looking up to you, just find out people getting their heads blown off? I mean, I'm just a person. I'm really into horror. <laughs> I'm really into. Uh, I, I watch horror movies. Okay. I read horror books. So he looked up Insidious, and that's what came up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like Something that. He's like, I want to find the next trailer for the Insidious movie. Yeah. I, oh shit, the beheading. You know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Jesus Christ. But yeah, it was on there like actual beheadings people being set on fire people getting their necks cut off with chainsaws like real people from oh all God, over the world i think i've world. seen that video huh the chainsaw with the neck video really i saw that when i was like freshman in high school really yeah so, so you saw something like that it was someone when i was in high school i was just it was one morning before class i was just scrolling down instagram and i saw like a it was like a video of like a bunch of people and they were mm-hmm. just all just jumping around and shit and i'm like okay i mean they, they, they look hype mm-hmm. then they got this person that just threw them down in the middle I was like, oh, okay. So I guess they finna oh, fuck him up. Boy. And then they grabbed a machete and just. Jesus Christ! See, I was like, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that. And yeah, you're like, what I, the? F-? You feel and, like I wasn't, I did wasn't yeah, expecting. You're thinking now out there just turning up, listening to yeah. music or something, yeah. and somebody gets their head cut off. Like, and how old did hell? you? How old did you say you were when you saw um, that? I was in high school. Yeah, high school. I mean, that's. Let's just say uh, high school age is when you start getting a better idea you know a very elementary idea of what the world is you know and so when you have the internet there and you're curious about these matters and nobody's willing to talk to you about it go to the internet yeah you that's the way you see the real world and i think that that ties back like you you brought it up with the whole parenting thing is like uh a lot of a lot of especially the younger generation now Mm -hmm. like just about every kid you see is gonna have a phone Mm -hmm. or an ipad or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. and like yes there are like parental things you can do on there but like like i have a little cousin and she's like i think 10 11 9 mm, something yeah. around those lines like she's yeah. too first of all way too young to have a damn phone for real, way for too real. young i didn't get my first phone until i was in eighth grade and the only reason i had it was because i played sports mm-hmm. and i had yeah. to communicate with my parents like hey i'm done practice come pick me up yeah, i didn't get you know what i mean ninth grade. i didn't get my yeah i didn't yeah. get mine until ninth grade yeah too and like I remember we were I mean it was like Thanksgiving we're all sitting around like and we just ate and we're all sitting around just talking or whatever and she's always been like me and her have always been real close and she was you know sitting in the chair next to me and I was looking at her phone and she was on TikTok and I just see videos of her scrolling through TikTok and like girls throwing ass like yeah. doing this and that I'm like yeah you're 10 years old first of all you shouldn't have this phone mm-hmm. second of all 
you shouldn't have a TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, I was like, do your parents know you have this? And she was like, yeah, they don't care. And I was like, <laughs> and I went great. up to my aunt and I was like, hey, um, you know, not to be like a snitch or nothing, but I, you don't need to <laughs> let her have a TikTok. Yeah. And she was like, oh, why? And she was, oh, why? Jeez. And I told her about it and she's like, oh my God, like she had no clue that any of that exactly. was on there. Yeah. I was like, it's probably all she knows is that like the couple, you know, kid videos that are yeah. on there that the she sees on her phone. Those are the ones she shows her yeah. mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like she, I mean, she was just looking up all kind of stuff. And I'm like, you're way, way mm-hmm. too young to have this kind of thing. I mean, I'm saying. And the parents had no clue. Like my aunt, yeah. you know, my aunt's a good, she's a good mom. Mm-hmm. But like, again, she didn't have a clue that this stuff was on there for her. Yeah. Like I like, I'd be forgetting. Like, the internet is new. So, like, I don't know what life is, like, without the internet. Mm-hmm. But, like, my parents are just older people. They they don't they don't know all there is to know about the internet. Yeah. Really, yeah. all that, I know is the internet, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I think that's that'll yeah. help. Like, I guess, like, when we become parents and we get in that age, because, like, we know. Like, we've always had it. Yeah. So, like, we know what it's like. I and mean, we know how to keep it away from. I mean, I mean it's going to change extent. by then. But, like, yeah, my, be yeah. like, I mean, technology ex- it's changing yeah and it'll uh, yeah rate, i mean yeah it'll always know. change but like i like you said my parents were born in the 60s yeah. and yeah. they go they were in you know, high school and college they didn't even they didn't have a telephone yeah. i mean they had like a landline they didn't have cell phones <laughs> they didn't have <laughs> the internet so like they don't way. they you know they don't know the, as many different things as we do because mm-hmm. you know we like i said we all grew up with it and mm-hmm. knew about it and mm-hmm. have always had it yeah they didn't always have it so they're still trying to learn Exactly. And like you know, I can see what you're talking about. You know, mm-hmm. the older we get, mm-hmm. everything's always changing. Yeah. It may it probably be the same way. There'll be new stuff that we have no clue about. Yeah, like I'll at least. You know, we're like forty and fifty talking to our kids mm-hmm. and have no clue that this new technology's out. I'll at least say that you know it's at least getting us ready to be more cautious about what our yeah. kids. Would I think be, that's what's going to help you know, is that we'll be more cautious yeah. than they were. But at the same, but at the same time, it's like the. The sooner you give it to them, for people, for parents that aren't as cautious, like a good example is the situation, a situation between. Um, I hate to talk about family, but it's a good example. But my my dad and my uh, brother, um, my brother is in high school, and he, my dad has a huge problem with him because he's always like on there playing like games doing. Uh, and I guess the games isn't bad, but it's just like the fact that he's basically addicted to it, you know. Yeah. And again, that's not bad, but it's the idea that my dad has tried on several occasions to put locks on the computer or on the laptops or just get rid of it in general. But my brother, he's been around it so long, he knows how to get through all those yeah, configurations, you know. Like So, like, parents who again are just getting used to the idea of technology as a main part of you know everybody's lifestyle they don't know how to you know deal with it when their kids are better at it than them you know yeah so yeah i've I've always had that idea like growing up now i'm like my kids will not have an ipad Mm -hmm. like they're not getting a phone they're not getting an ipod or Mm -hmm. whatever until they're a certain age it's like when i was growing up as a kid uh like you know the iphone was just knew they yeah. didn't that the mm-hmm. only ipod they had was like the one that played music yeah and have ipads like yeah my ass went outside and played as a kid dude i went outside, outside it sounds i went outside like and fun right wrote now. i mean yeah, yes i did have like game like yeah i did have like a playstation like i'd play games but like majority of the time i was outside riding my bike with the kids in the neighborhood playing football mm-hmm. yeah playing basketball yeah see i got shit like that so I, I wasn't able to do that for real though because 
like I had friends in the neighborhood, but like they they would move away. Or like mm-hmm. they were all older, so they graduate and then yeah, like you go were on. the yeah, younger yeah, kid. Yeah, I, 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 I've always been the youngest. Yeah, yeah. But so then, when there's nobody left in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. what, 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 I mean, I just left, go back yeah. inside and play yeah. the game. Yeah. See, that's know? one thing I can say. I was like grateful. It's like I had a lot of kids in my neighborhood that I was like went to school with, and they were in my grade or maybe a year or two older. Yeah, and like there were those kids. They were like in high school and they were did their thing and moved on. But like I had a, like about two or three friends in the neighborhood that you know we're my age and like we'd go ride bikes or play football in the yard or yeah, go yeah. you know there's a little like river back behind my neighborhood we'd go down to the river and do stupid shit down there and you yeah. know so that's yeah. one thing i can say i'm you know i really appreciate looking up looking back now that like i was be able to do that as a kid yeah just do uh, kid stuff yeah I mean, yeah i mean it was different for me to uh, to some degree it was a little like you guys in one way but for me, it was different just because I was foreign, if you will, and it was just the idea that when we first came here as a kid, for, I think I came here when I was like four, and up until like upper upper class of um, high school, I couldn't go outside until six o'clock in the evening because my parents, uh, it definitely, um, yeah, just my parents equally. They were fearful of me interacting too much with American kids. And yeah, I mean, because you come to a new country, you don't know what the country is really like. You don't know what the people are really like. And you have a real set way that you want to raise your kids. You're not as and open to... you don't want to, that to get like influenced. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, I can, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. So, so a lot of my childhood, yeah. And, you know, the thing that sucks about it is that I lived right in front of the playground. So, okay. <laughs> so you see all the other kids. Yeah, you're like that kid looking at his window with his hand on the window, like, oh, yeah. I wish I could go play. I remember, I remember it was like one day during the fall. Uh, there's a bunch of kids from school right in front of my playground playing football. And I was like, Mom, please, please, please. They're right there. Can I please go? And then my mom was like, No, it's cold outside. I was like, but this is like the only time they're damn it mom you know, i'll wear a jacket like come uh, on you know but yeah. like they just wouldn't they just wouldn't allow me um and there were only a few times where i'd get like you know one or two friends to you know come through and we'd hang out but it wasn't i mean i can barely remember it you know so a lot of my childhood was um spent pretty much in the house alone yeah and most of the people i talked to was my family until i went to school you know or so, yourself yeah well yeah, that awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, mean, I fully agree with talking to yourself. Yeah. Oh, I, I do it. All the time. I do, I do it all the time. It's it's, it's always fun too until you get caught. Like, yeah, the fuck are you doing? crazy motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I talk to myself all the damn time. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. I'm glad we're saying that because I do that. I'm a great conversation. Hey, yeah, I have a whole conversation <laughs> with myself yeah. and then change my opinion exactly. based <laughs> on the conversation I just had with myself. Yeah, reaching reaching conclusions. And yeah, like if I'm in, like I'll be in the car on the way home from work and I'm like I'll just be like in. I can't believe that shit just happened. Yeah. Like, and I'll be talking to myself as if somebody's in the car, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Damn, it's just me. I probably should stop." So doing you this heard place. it here first. It's oh, okay well. to talk to yourself. You know? So yeah. it's okay to have conversation with yes, yourself. Yes, You're not yes. weird. We all do it. And if you say you don't, you're a liar. Yeah. And, uh, honestly, I think I remember back when I was when I was working at that warehouse. I had a conversation with my boss, and he was like, uh, "If you talk to yourself, I don't think you're the most intelligent person." And I was like. I don't. I don't know if uh, like he was a pretty smart guy, yeah, but no, just the, that I, statement there, I was just like, that doesn't quite make I sense. I come up with some of the best know? ideas. You feel me? Exactly. Like know? I feel like if you talk to yourself, you know, you have the, the the what's the word I'm looking for? 
the mental capacity capacity mm-hmm. to like self-analyze yes and yeah. like improve yourself yeah you know i don't know it's like shower thoughts shower thoughts shower are the best thoughts, thoughts yeah i love shower exactly. thoughts bro. speaking of this is this is we can end it right after this because it's just yeah. a random thing but like last night i don't know why this is kind of embarrassing but i'm gonna go tell for it, it bro <coughs> i was in the shower and for some reason I think I had saw a video on TikTok or something of like somebody doing like SpongeBob impressions. <laughs> and for some, <laughs> for some reason, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try out all my impressions. And I was in the shower and I was doing this. like my Squidward and Patrick and all that impressions yes, and all sir. that shit. <laughs> and I got out of the shower and I forgot that like in my house, my bathroom next to my room, the shower doesn't work. So I've taken my parents' room and I left the door open mm-hmm. to my parents' room and into the bathroom. And my dad was sitting on the couch watching TV and I, <laughs> I came out and he was like, what the hell were you doing? <laughs> he was like, what were you screaming? And I just started laughing. And he was like, what were you doing? And I was like, uh, I'm going to be honest. I was doing like SpongeBob impressions. And he starts laughing. He was like, God, you're a weird kid. Yeah. I, just started, I just started laughing. And I went in my room. And I was like, mm. I'm at least glad I got caught. Yeah. I'm at least glad that your dad knew what SpongeBob is. Because if I told my dad that, he'd be like, what did you just say to me? No, my, yeah, my dad introduced me to SpongeBob. We used to watch, sound just like that, too. Exactly, We used to bro. watch SpongeBob every Saturday when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, Get up, bro. go to Waffle House, come back, watch SpongeBob. If anything, SpongeBob and all of those shows, those kid shows around our generation, around our generations, if anything, I still go back to that. And I'm like, I just think of myself. I'm like, I'm 22 years old right now, and I'm probably gonna be 30 years old. But this, 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 SpongeBob, this SpongeBob is, is ageless. Yeah, we'll be timeless. This is yes, time, timeless is what. Yeah, kid. timeless. It will never. And even my, that's why my dad always said he liked. It. He was like, because you know they make the adult jokes in there that like. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like Disney movies. My dad was always like, I never had a problem taking y'all to see Disney movies because there's always those adult jokes in there that yeah, you never get as a kid yeah. but yeah you, you get older and you're like you know it makes it funnier when you're yeah. older because you're like oh that was really in there and i never even heard that yeah and just blew right by it but yeah that was just you know kind of a random yeah. fact i thought no, I should i'm glad share you brought that share to yeah. the world yeah. it's okay to talk to yourself <laughs> ladies and gentlemen you need to be doing spongebob impressions yeah yeah yeah, yeah. be who you want to be be who you want to be and be free about it you know except if you want to be a mass school shooter please don't yeah, do yeah please don't please yeah. stay away all right well uh iverson i'm glad that you were able to get on here. If anything, this is a very enjoyable talk. If yeah, I may say so myself, it was a good one. Yes, sir. Myself. I enjoyed but, myself. Um, yeah, um, you're here until October, yep. uh, so I appreciate your company while you're here. Yes, sir. Not a problem. Appreciate you, you coming through, being on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sharing well, all your insight. Thank you and goodbye. See you, all, all you right. beautiful people out there in the world. Yeah. Uh, be, be cool. Beautiful, beautiful people. Adios. Stay chilling. <laughs>